0: this week on more than just a trophy wife. So that trust that I've been able to build in
1: myself, that's like everything may go wrong today, but I am going to figure it out. And like right now, we're going through the hardest time I've ever been through in my career, but it's like, I've been here before. And when I've been here before, it felt like it was like everything was slipping away and it felt like this could be the end, but then it opened up doors for bigger and greater things that I couldn't have even imagined at the time.
0: Hey, it's Isabella Levy, business mentor, speaker, and the host of More Than Just a Trophy Wife, a podcast where we talk all things reality, riches, and relationships. Let's get to it. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome back to More Than Just a Trophy Wife. I have a question for you. Do you ever feel like giving up? Do you feel like every door that you are just currently knocking on is getting shut in your face? If you ever feel like you have nothing left inside of you, then let's just say this episode is the miracle that you need to receive. Today, I am interviewing Erin Nane on the power of never giving up. Erin is the CEO of five businesses, mom and wife to former NFL player Legadu Nane. Erin started her entrepreneurial journey at the young age of 21. And let's just say she's had her fair share of setbacks. She is passionate about empowering women to find their power, to accomplish their dreams and create a life by design, just like she did. Erin, thank you so much for being here. Welcome Thank to the you show. for having me. So it is clear that no matter what you have really faced in life, you have never given up. So where did this, no quit mentality really start for you share with us your journey. I guess if i had
1: to think back to where it started growing up sports were a huge part of my life and so I grew up as a softball player and played competitively through high school and so I think that ultimately is probably where it started in the athlete mentality of you don't give up and you know the game might be terrible but you keep pushing through all the way till the end um, so that's probably where it originally started. Little did I know it would take me and help me probably sustain through my career. Um, but that was definitely probably where the, fe- the foundation was built.
0: Yeah. And you shared that you played softball and your parents also had quite an agenda for you in terms of the life that they really saw you living. Yeah, in I mean
1: in my family, both of my parents both have, you know, been in their careers their entire life from, you know, young, young ages. And then um, my siblings and every, it was expected that you go to college, you find your career and that's what you do for your life. So um, that's kind of what the expectation was. And I guess I just had to throw them a little bit of a curveball.
0: <laughs> yeah. And what was that curve ball? Um, so
1: I was, 20 years old and i was actually had a great career so i was in line i guess with what everybody thought i should be doing except i uh, ended up dropping out of college so that's where the first um, pivot was made and from there in my career i determined that it was not lighting my soul on fire i could not i knew that i could not wake up every day and do that for the rest of my life Um, being in the office where i didn't Feel the sun, or couldn't even see the sun. And by the time I left, it was usually gone. Um, I knew that there was something that I needed more, and that I had a passion in my life to do something else. What that was, I had no idea. But I just knew that this wasn't it. This wasn't going to be my life, and this wasn't what I was here to do.
0: And the courage that you took from stepping out of something and having no idea what you were going to do is. Strange because like the universe and God always provide in, in crazy, miraculous ways. Share with the audience how you went from not knowing that you wanted to do to one day knowing what you wanted to move forward with. <laughs> so it's kind of
1: crazy when I think back, I'm like, I, I think it's
0: it was such a blessing that I was so
1: young because I kind of just dove all the way in, which I probably wouldn't do exactly today. Um, so I was preparing to turn 21 and I went to get a tan because I was going to go to Miami and I, you know, had to be bronze and beautiful. So I went and I just loved the vibe that it gave. I had never been there before. And I left and I called my mom and I was like, I'm going to open one of these. So it's, it's kind of crazy how it all happened because you would think that, you know, I would somehow, you know, one day this hit me and it's like, well it did, but kind of in like a weird way. And it wasn't really my love for tanning as much as my love for people and loving to be around people and loving, you know, to help people feel their best and feel confident and being able to interact and not be stuck behind a desk, and that is where my passion was. So um so basically from there I in a roundabout way gave my two weeks notice and was on a plane to New Jersey to open my first business um, and turned 21 and opened the doors to my first business, which was a tanning salon.
0: Mm-hmm. And I also started my business at 21 years of age, by the way. And obviously, we, you go in and you are, of course, have the like the hesitations but when you make a decision like I'm a person that's all in and I see that for you as well and entrepreneurship is a journey and a half what would you say was like the first uh uh-oh moment that you had to really then step over the obstacle in order to keep on so I guess the crazy
1: part about my journey is what I envisioned entrepreneurship to be And mind you, this was at a time when entrepreneurship like it is now was not the thing to do. So people weren't encouraging it. Seeing a woman entrepreneur was very rare. Seeing a young entrepreneur was not even introduced at that time. So I'm looking like a crazy person, you know, even going into this. Um, I don't have the examples that we have today. There isn't, you know, a world full of young people who've made it and who have done it. I have zero of that. Um, This is 14 years ago now. So basically, um, right off the bat, I was hit with, I mean, I feel like any and everything that could have possibly happened. Um, So one of the first things that I just remembered the other day is um, in my entire life through sports and everything, I've never lost my voice. But as a weird thing, I've always wanted to because I thought it like sounded cool. I know it's weird, but I, I, I I never was able to make that happen. The day, hello. I, yeah, right? hello. <laughs> you want to tell? Yeah. And the day my business opened on our grand opening, I got so sick that I had zero voice. I couldn't, I couldn't speak. And you know, as an entrepreneur, we all know that nobody wants it more than you want it for yourself. So, although I had a team and I had employees, this was my grand opening. No one was going to go harder, you know, for my new business than I was. So. Um, trying to open a new business without a voice was very interesting. Um, but from there, I literally was hit with challenge after challenge after challenge. Um, and they, they've they never quite stopped, but in the very beginning, it was just
0: boom.
1: And um, I don't know if you want me to touch on any of those, but.
0: Yeah, no, I just, I just love your story so much. And I think what is so captivating is that you're so real with everyone goes through challenges every single day. And it doesn't stop, no matter what level of success that you're at. I have bigger challenges now than I did when I first started out. Yeah, they're a different kind. And you develop the mindset to kind of get over them in, of course, in a different way. And you take the lessons and you take the blessings out of it. But what would you say, like, when you're in a state of worry frustration that anxiousness starts to like rush in how do you remain calm and centered to carry on with it so I must
1: say that it was definitely something that I've learned over the years um I used to not I'm not one to show my emotions on my sleeve but I would freak out and so not outwardly but inside I was freaking out and so what I realized over the years is that actually when I did that, my emotions were overtaking me and I create and a small problem that is figure outable became a large problem because of everything and all the emotion I was adding to it. So now what I do and I, you know, to really focus on is really just taking a step back. When you take a step back and kind of just pause and really take a deep breath um, and look at it for what it is, you're more you're able to really um, see it for what it is and come up with a better solution. So everything can be figured out. And even through all of my challenges, everything always worked out. And although it always worked out differently and, you know, way different than I could, I'm a big planner, so I wanted to plan every single thing. And This is going to work out this way and it's going to work out this way. So then when it would go left, then I was like, oh no, it's all over. It's not working out. It was still working out just different than I imagined. So that built trust within myself that although things are going to go different because we don't have the control, it all will work out. And a lot of times, what it showed me is that when it was working out, it was working out better than even my or self could have planned. So that trust that right. I was able to build in myself that's like everything may go wrong today, but I am going to figure it out and it's going to work out. And like right now, we're going through the hardest time. You know i've ever been through in my career but it's like i've been here before and i when i've been here before it felt like it was you know like everything was slipping away and it felt like this could be the end but then it opened up doors for bigger and greater things that i couldn't have even imagined at the time so once you've gone through something and you really um take a step back and know that everything has a solution you can figure it out, you can work through it, and that the lessons and everything that you're going to learn, you might not realize that now, but in hindsight, what you're going to take away from all that crummy stuff you may be going through is going to be far greater than what you actually were experiencing.
0: Uh, And I know for the people listening right now, they may be in it, and it can be so challenging to look at it from a different perspective, but a miracle really is a shift in perspective. And I always say like the three F's, you got to feel the emotion, get it out for five, 10 minutes, do your thing, but then focus into, okay, what can I actually take responsibility for right now? And how can I move forward? And then the third one is have faith. Like, just as you said, Erin, like you've got to understand that God has a way bigger plan. And I literally- visualize myself because I'm such a planner Mm. like honestly I've grown tremendously through the years because I used to be like to the T if something got rescheduled or wrong it just would be the end of my day and I've just do this visualization exercise is I pretend that I have my bag I pretend that I fold everything up in my bag, all my plans, and then I just like hand it over to God. And I'm like, that's my plans. And if you want to do something with them, if you want to do something different, like I trust, I trust in that. And when you said that it's always going to work out and there's always going to be a solution, it's just important to focus on the forward moving. God only works in momentum anyway. Um, So just don't stop. There's always going to be a solution and the solution is there for you. Another thing that I caught on to what you said was about the challenges never stop. And you're in a place right now where you're in a challenging situ- situation because obviously your businesses um, are in person. However, it's opened up incredible opportunities for you, and I feel like we have to remember that no one's life is perfect. No one's life is their Instagram feed. Like honestly, my Instagram, my Instagram feed is only my highlights, and sometimes I'll put some some stuff on there. But what, like, what you see on on the feed is like all of my highlights. And then probably if you go to my stories, you'll kind of <laughs> see more of more of me. But everyone will go through times where they feel discouraged and they want to give up. I know that I've been there. I know that I can go through days like, oh, is this going to happen? Is this going to work? When's that going to pull off? What are your key pieces of advice for when you feel that you're going through so really one of the things that i think about
1: for myself and that is i was given every opportunity to give up and i didn't and imagine if i did and so i encourage people to really think about all the things that they've been through and the greater destinations as you mentioned that it takes you to and how if you would have given up how you wouldn't have been there and so giving up can can You know, be different. You don't have to per se, you know, maybe everything isn't going to um, work like you want. So you just have to pivot and you have to be willing to be flexible. You have to be willing to change your perspective. You have to be willing to do things a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And my biggest challenge is I couldn't Mm -hmm. remain the same person. So it challenged me to become a better person person, a better leader, a better businesswoman, And in that, those challenges took me to greater places and helped me get me to where I am today. So um, the mm-hmm. challenges are going to bring you to greater destination. So you have to do things different. You have to change your perspective. You have to maybe pivot a little bit. You have to stay a step back and you keep doing everything the same way. You might keep getting the same results. So it's not about you know, it's definitely about never giving up, but that giving, the never giving up also comes with being flexible and being able to, you know, make those changes and adapt and learn. Like I had to grow. I had to invest in myself to become a better person, to be able to face these challenges better. So just know that never giving up is going to require you to step outside of the box, it's going of require you to level up. It's going to require you to challenge yourself to get through these things. So don't, don't stay in the same position and never give up. Pivot, make changes, find room for growth. Look at the lessons that you've been taught. Figure out how those lessons can um, add to your growth. Figure out what new ways to do things. Try new things. Don't be afraid. Um, so definitely pivoting and being adaptable and changing your perspective and growing will help you um, to not stay in the same place so that you're just not you know, hitting your head against a wall.
0: Yeah, they say that Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. And I think as entrepreneurs, especially in the online place, like people can kind of go on this like big pendulum swing and it's not even about changing everything the way way you're doing it right now. It's about changing like that one small thing or that one doing one thing differently that could change the results completely. So I got from that. Number one for you is like change your perspective, yeah. like shift the perspective because you are going to come out the other side way stronger. Two was like, you've got to grow from the challenges, like learn from, learn from the lessons and continue continuously adapt and be flexible. And the third thing was like in the setback, it's your opportunity to level Absolutely. up. Like you said that you were given so many opportunities to, to, to give up. um. And I've never heard of it put like that. And I think that every time that you could have given up, you just really allowed yourself to, to level up. And I want to go into that more so the audience can understand that you're not just speaking <laughs> from Okay, I've got successful businesses, but like Erin's really been through it. Can you share that? You know, you had your tanning salon, um, and then you know, in the matter of like three years, so much was kind of the same, but so different um, for you as well. So, what happens in um, business-wise? business-wise, family, okay, so personal, everything? Okay. <laughs> So basically
1: within the first um, 45 days of opening, I realized quickly that I was never told that I opened a seasonal business. And so right off the bat, I was hit with losing 40% of my, uh, my business right away. And so what that looked like is opening a thriving business with lines out the door to about 30 days later, having um, nobody in the lobby. So I had to navigate how I was going right away right, right away. When I thought this was just going to be easy. I walked in, I did all the hard part. My voice is back. I thought like, here we go. There's lines out the door and all of that instantly changed. And so really right away, it was like sink or swim. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to figure out I'm the new business owner. I have this much money left and I have to figure out how to make it, you know, the next couple, you know, based essentially like almost a year. till it was going to be that seasonal time again. Um, And then a few months away from when that time would return and I was ready and I couldn't wait. And it was gonna be that first time that um, the business was going to return since the time I opened, um, I found out I was pregnant. And um, although I've known that, you know, always known I wanted to be a mom and it just, it hit hard. And as a woman, it's like, you know, a lot of that responsibility falls on you now i'm growing a baby but i'm working 12 hour days and i'm not even barely eating i'm you know i'm running and and so now it was like wow like this wasn't part of the plan and i had to um that took a lot for me to mentally um overcome because i like i said i'm a planner so although um, you know, I, I, I had a way that I wanted my life to look and right in knee deep in this brand new dream, you find out you're pregnant and it's like, wow, like, how am I going to like do it all? How would I balance? Um, so from there, basically, you know, I kind of started navigating that and then boom, the 2007, eight and nine economic downfall hit. And it was like, okay, like every time I thought like, this is what I I made it. Like I was out of one thing and it was like, okay, now I made it. I definitely made it now. I would be knocked down again. It It was literally crazy. It was like, I couldn't even make it up. And so with the economic downfall, um, everybody cut out anything that wasn't a necessity. And unfortunately, you know, tanning wasn't a necessity. So. We lost once again, you know, all of that business of the the clients who would normally be coming in and you know, everyone had to make lifestyle changes. And for a lot of people, that was one of them. And so then I had to navigate that. How do I, I'm pregnant. How do I say, or sorry, I'm a first time mom now, how do I balance that? How do I still build my business and keep it going? Um, So it was a million things going on at once and it just, yeah, didn't stop.
0: (laughs) Now, before we move further into this episode, I wanted to share with you that the doors to my brand new program, the Trophy Life Academy, are now open. I know, exciting times. This is a six months coaching and mentoring program for women with successful partners who are ready to prioritize themselves and their own entrepreneurial goals. The Trophy Life Academy is going to support you in successfully stepping into your power, scaling your business to 10K months and taking your relationships to new heights. I mean, who doesn't want that? You're going to be receiving high level coaching and mentoring from me, myself and I, lifetime access to a membership suite, which is full of all things that you're going to need to get yourself to where you want to be. It is split into three departments, reality, riches, and relationships. As well as all of this good stuff, you're going to have access to a private community where you'll be able to ask your further questions and gain feedback from myself and the team in between your coaching calls. Now, inside of this community, you're also going to be able to connect with other incredible Trophy Lifers from around the world. So we've got to make sure that inside this program, there are only women that are fully going for it. In order to learn more about the Trophy Life Academy and to see if it is for you... I invite you to book in a call with me at www.isabellalevy.com forward slash talk. From there, we're going to be able to get you booked in with a call and see if the program is a perfect fit for you. So, from there, I know that Erin then went on to not just have one more baby, <laughs> but she then had two more babies. And the something that I won't be able to understand until I do have children is like. I can't even, you know, c- cook my, my man meal each night, never mind like three other human, human beings. So, you know, you were, was it, you were 24, you had three children. Is that the age that you were when you had the, then three um, children? I, oh
1: gosh, I'd have to do the math. I was probably like, probably 25. I had three children, all within three years. So I basically felt like I had triplets Um, yeah, you would have thought I had that figured out, but somehow I didn't.
0: Yeah, she didn't. (laughs) She still did the thing. So how did you actually maneuver that? Like being, being in your twenties, still running the business, having the three children, how did it keep
1: going? (laughs) You know, I ask myself all the time. Um, and so I used to think like, you know, people used to ask me, how did you do it? Honestly, now it's harder than it was then, but Um, it's funny because I grew up, I feel like I grew up in the walls of my business and I feel like I also raised my children. I mean, I have pictures of them. I'm there at nine o'clock at night, fixing something or cleaning something. And there's two infants who are sitting in a laundry basket because that's what was going to entertain them. Um, when I would first have, fortunately I did have some help and um their grandmother would watch them for periods during the day but not when they were really young and i couldn't leave so um in the very beginning when they were really young and i just had them there's there isn't maternity leave when you're an entrepreneur so i mean i'm having my my mm-hmm. children in the next day you know I'm, I'm already having to put out fires and find solutions for my team um so in the beginning i would take them with me so they would be in their carrier and I would take them with me and newborns sleep a lot. So that worked out, but they would be behind the front counter as I'm, you know, working. It was real life. I mean, I didn't have the life where I could, you know, stay at home because I'm building my business and with one location. I mean, I had to be behind my counter, you know, with my team. So it was a juggling mm-hmm. act for sure. Um, definitely long days and figuring out. Um, I was determined. I knew that I was going to be a mom, yes, but that wasn't going to change my dream. That wasn't going to stop my dream. That wasn't going to change anything because I knew that I was going to have a really great career. And I knew that I could also do that while being a mom.
0: And so um, I had to make it work. (laughs) Yeah, and you did. And then on top of that, you just fell in love with an NFL player, (laughs) which just comes with so much more Craziness and uncertainty. So, what was the transition like from leaving the past relationship, bringing the three children, the th- the three children, falling in love, still maintaining your more your business? Like, I can imagine it was kind of a emotional roller coaster for you. How were you able to stay so committed? during that time. When
1: you put it like that it makes it sound like kind of pretty,
0: but it wasn't. <laughs> I mean because just yeah. think how think how many distractions oh gosh, yes. were around you that you could have just, you know, not put the 100% in. But well, that was never yeah, I, I would say that
1: probably was like one of my the biggest struggles in my life, you know, um
0: getting divorced
1: and coming out of, you know, unfortunately a relationship that was very toxic and um on the outside, I was a very powerful woman and it's that to everybody looked like I had everything going on, but unfortunately it was like, yeah, on the outside in my business life, but on the inside, I was struggling so bad and um, I grew up in a divorced home. And so my number one thing was I never wanted to, you know, raise my children separately or have that. And so it was very hard for me to accept. And so, um, once I accepted that it, you know, it was very challenging and very scary. Um, and in that I was very thankful that I did find that person that, um, supported who I was, which was a huge thing for me. And not only that, but supported my dreams. And so, um, coming from, you know, a place of, of non-existent support or, you know, a background of a family thinking that you had made the wrong decision. I I was able to, I was, I really had to step into my own and I had to find myself. And in that I had to become my biggest fan. And that was the first time in my life that, yeah, I was doing all these things, but when all was said and done and the lights were off, I was the only person I had left. And so I had to sit with myself and be real with myself of like, wow, this, life that i built has now all come crashing down um, the business that i built is thank goodness at that time was thriving again and i was able to you know make some changes and move the location and so my business was thriving my personal life had all just crashed down and so it was really like a come to terms with myself and it was like i had to invest in myself more than ever not only for me and not even only for my business, like in the past, but now it was for my three children and the type of woman I wanted to be the type of mom I wanted to be. And I quickly realized like all that was all up to me. So, um, mm-hmm. I, that's when I really started my journey of, um, trying to like become the best person I could possibly be and really working on how that would be, how that would look and how do like, how do I get there? What do I do? I read books. I went to conferences. I started doing things different than what I was used to, um, all because I was so determined to be that great mom, single mom or not, I was going to be it. And so in the midst of all that, I so thankfully met my husband now. And, um, it was crazy because the way, the way that he thinks and the way that he operates as, you know, there was, it was very evident why he became a professional athlete because the way his mind works, I literally used to look at him in awe and it was like, wow. Like the perspective that he gave me and the tools that he helped me, you know, without knowing that, you know, really helped me to, you know, even become a better person than, you know, I would have already. So, um, so thankfully together, Mm. he was very supportive and, you know, he's chasing his dream, I'm chasing mine. And we were both that big supporter, like, He's worried, you know, he's watching the goals I'm hitting and I'm watching him score a touchdown. So it's like, we both were each other's biggest fans. And so to this day, that's like really the key to our relationship is we may have a crazy idea, but we're both there like backing each other, helping each other. And together we're fighting the same fight for each other, even though we have our separate things going on.
0: I love that. I think it's so important to have your own identity and also your own set of goals, your own dreams, your own desires. And then it's just so powerful when that's able to merge together and you're able to get support from the love, the love of your life. Like for me, there's nothing more fulfilling than like the, the newfound respect that we have for each other, every single level. And like when we push each other, you know, you see what you both are really capable of and how you complement each other's strengths and weaknesses, weaknesses as well. So share with us, how do you step into that best version of yourself every day? that's a good question.
1: Um, So I think that first you need to be clear
0: on what it is.
1: And when I mean clear, think back to my story when I didn't know, I didn't know what I wanted. Um, and definitely a tanning salon mm-hmm. wasn't it? I wasn't remember I wasn't a tanner. I was it, so it wasn't like when I grew up, when I own a tanning salon because I love to be tan. No, and so what I found though is what I did like. So my passion is people. I love people. I love mm-hmm. being around people. I love making an impact on people. And so that correlated to tanning. So, anyways, find figuring out what it is that you do want because without that, it's kind of foggy every day. And so you, you're you not able to see the road clear, but when you know what you want, it's so much easier to go after it. Um, and so the other thing is being able to accomplish your goals every day, it's not going to be easy. You're not gonna you know, necessarily wake up and, you know, some days I wake up and I'm exhausted, but it's like, I am the only one who is going to fight for me. I'm the only one who's going to show up. So if I don't show up who will. And so every day I yeah, maybe it takes, you know, a good run in the morning right now, or, you know, I work out every day to really get my mind going and help my anxiety go down from all the things that have going for that day, but Mm -hmm. being clear on what you want and then going after it every day setting goals for yourself. I'm a huge goal setter. And then I really like to use visuals. I'm a very visual person. So when I want something, I'm going to plan it out how I'm going to get there. So then that way it's like, I I know what I want and I can see it. Right. So um, sometimes I put like post-its on my mirror or in my closet, I have all these um, quotes of everything that I want. And so every day I'm visualizing and seeing what I want. And then I'm following that up by working towards it and never giving up you know, even when it's hard or whatever, just keep showing up. Um, So just knowing that Mm -hmm. all those things together, but being clear on what it is, setting those goals, mapping out how you're going to get there will make your road really nice and clear. You'll be able to see your destination. You'll be able to visualize and feel it. I can envision, I can envision what I want and I can see it happening before it happens. And so I I highly recommend that everyone kind of just sit back and it could be anything. It could be your dream car. It could be your dream vacation. It could be buying a house. It could be your, a new career. It doesn't have to be anything that I've done. It could be anything, but when you visualize it happening, feeling like it already did, and then mapping out your road to get there, when you wake up every day, even on the hardest days, that determination is gonna be so strong. It will keep you going, um, you know, when your fuel's low.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. Like to sum your points up, it was like to gain clarity, exercise was something that you said really supports you, the whole visuals and also taking action. And that really is how you step into your full potential every single day. I also, um, you know, I always journal, I meditate, I read, I also work out. um, And what really helps me is I'm like, okay, I can be the best version of myself today. What's just three things I need to do? What's three things? Like you can get through those three things. So what are they? And I also do a, what's your bold action step today? And it pushes me out my comfort zone, but it does allow me to grow. And I know that this is the only way that I'm going to get to my destination. And what's crazy in entrepreneurship is people that do visualize where they want to go, they Mm. get there they're already on to the next thing because like you said, they already mm-hmm. saw it happen. And I think so much of life, we forget how far we have come. We forget how, how much we've actually overcome. And we also forget what we did to actually make it happen and get to where we are today. And I know the people listening to this podcast and the topic that we are discussing today, um, it's important to understand like, just look how far you've come already. Would you really give up on everything that you've already done? Like, what can you start to mentally reprogram in your brain that's going to allow you to think the more positive thoughts? And don't get me wrong, like everyone has their, you know, their off days. But if I'm feeling that way, I just make sure that if I do get up in the morning, I'm like, Ugh, I don't feel great today. I don't allow my brain to then control the day. I'm like, and I'm gonna take yes, control. Exactly. Of so when you speak about where you wanna go, I know that you've come a long way since being in being in the tannin salon, sat behind the desk with the three <laughs> bambinos. Um I you've I, you've come a long way. So now what does business and life look like for you so now um it is
1: it's crazy when you talk about thinking about where you how you know where you've been and how far you've come and because it all you know seems like it all just happened yesterday um that was one thing that i never really stopped to look at within the last about two years, I really started focusing on that and what a difference it's made because it all happens fast and you're in it and you're solving problems and solutions. And and then it's like, wow, you never really stop to think about how much you've grown, how different you are, what you've accomplished. And so within the last two years, I've really made that my focus. And so in looking back, it's crazy because when I first started, I was surrounded by people who were much more successful than me. And I envisioned being with them.
0: Number one tip to get success, that's by the way, surround absolutely. yourself
1: with people that are more successful. And that's what I did. I sat, I sat down and would pick people's brain who were doing what I wanted to do. But also that visual of them was my motivating force. Like one day I'm going to be doing what you're doing. And so I worked and I worked and I worked and I worked. And it was like two years ago that I was like, oh. I'm kind of doing what I wanted to do when I was looking at those other people from the outside. So in a roundabout way, um, now with five locations, we might, I am heavily involved in, in our businesses and, um, that that's never changed for me. And so it does look different now because I, I did come to a breaking point where I was so burnt out. The dream was, just so clouded by, you know, how do you make at that time, we had three locations in three very different um, areas of San Diego. And every day I'm hitting one of those coming home to three kids doing it the next day. And I, as an entrepreneur, you think that, you know, taking a break or slowing down is uh, the opposite of what you should be doing. And so I burned myself out Mm -hmm. to the point where I had to step back and I had to ask myself for this to get to the point where I wanted to get For me to get to that place that I was envisioning, it's going to take that I do something different because this isn't working for me now. And at that point of the breaking point, when I thought, you know what, I don't think this is what I want to do any longer. I was back to new doors opening and it being taking me way crazier. We added location number four. And it was like, wait, I'm saying that I don't want anything else, but wait, like this, and a new opportunity is coming and that new opportunity is a new location. And that sounds like I'm being counterproductive, but with that meant changes that I was able to make in the changes that I needed. So now my business life, what it looks like is a little bit different in the sense that I now have a district manager who is my right hand woman. She's amazing. Um, and when I waited too long, to i waited too long to get help i waited too long to say that i needed help i waited too long to empower other people because as an entrepreneur you know ceo chief over everything i thought they had to do it all to get to the goal it was the opposite of that it's that i needed to empower others to help me accomplish my goal because what they bring to the table is so different than what i bring that they're going to help me get there even faster so and to make a long story short um i reposition myself and in doing that i was able to grow my team have a larger team and then now my focus is the opposite of what it used to be i wanted to do everything so i made sure it was done at a high level and it was done how i wanted now i want my i want to empower my team to do everything because i want to see how they're going to do it and i'm still going to be there to coach and empower and lead But I want to give them as much power as possible because that's where my true goals are going to be reached together as a team. So, um, more, more power definitely behind the scenes than ever before. So that I stopped killing myself, um, um, together with my husband, we, you know, both own the businesses together and, um, our kids are, you know, now not babies behind the counter anymore, but they're, you know, preteens. And the fun thing about that is for the first time, Ever, they're understanding what mom does you know so it was yes they were being dragged here and there and staff meetings into this into that or you know we're leaving the park because there's an emergency but they never understood it so it's cool to see everything kind of coming for into fruition now that they're older it's like you know now they're proud of like knowing what their mom does my you know daughter wrote an article about me um always going after what i want and how you know so it's like wow like yay you know like i don't think they get it but they do so that's been cool
0: um and then yeah (laughs) that is so beautiful the article situation just melted my heart i literally just felt the heart (laughs) melt inside of me and not just as a business owner, but as women, it's literally like subconsciously ingrained that we have to do everything that ourselves. We, you know, we're the, the career, the kids, the wife, like everything. And my biggest thing, and I've done it from the get-go because I saw other people around me burn out so much that... Just like you, I kind of knew what I wanted and what I didn't want, but there was just some non-negotiables that I also had in my life that I knew that I wasn't going to get to the stage where um, I'd seen people in my life get to. So as soon as I started my business, like delegation was key for me and people are like, oh, but how'd you give your business away so quick? I didn't. I delegated the personal thing. So I delegated the the cleaning. I delegated the cooking. I delegated the ironing. Like I made sure that all of my home was basically taken care of. And of course that came with huge relationship um, communications and yeah. new way of our roles being as well. Because I've been with Kenji for so young that he was used to me like picking up and doing all of that stuff. Um, so just remember that if you're listening to this, like receiving help is is amazing. Like I delegated my personal stuff, and then as soon as I brought in money, I brought on yes. teams, and one by one, and the same team that started me from the beginning are with me, and like we just grow together. Um, And it is really about impa- empowering the team and getting the support that you need, and unapologetically, yes. like just really go in after I it. <laughs> so if you are listening to this and you're feeling like giving up just remember that even when you can't see the sun it doesn't mean it's not there it's just the clouds are over it right now but if you shift your perspective and move somewhere else you are gonna be able to see it so erin thank you so much for being with us today where can my podcast people come and find more um, well i'm on
1: instagram at at OMG underscore, it's Erin. And then also, I just launched my website, um, www.erinnanny.com. Um, and that's my new platform of really just sharing my journey and hoping to make an impact on other women to give them the power that, despite it all, kids, mom, wife, doesn't matter, you have the power to make it happen.
0: Absolutely. Erin, thank you so much for being here. Erin's links will be dropped in the description below. So make sure that you go and check them